Are you scared? Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Sorry, I had to do it like if the game was about to start because we are talking about one of my favorite game franchises of all time, Resident Evil today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Flick Book Horror, where we like to get a little scared and we love us some deaths. I'm Mr. Malave, a.k.a. Matthew Malave, and I know you missed me last episode. I'm sorry. Had to do some adulting, but I'm back now and I'm ready to go. And I have my panelists with us, of course, my tag team partner, the Smooth Effect himself. What's up, Tommy? Oh, hello, Mr. Malave. Welcome back. I know uh, you you, uh, you missed you. out on Carrie. We did the original Carrie movie. We got Caitlin come yep. back on with us. Uh, it was a great episode. She did a horrible in the game of Money for Nothing. The price is wrong, bitch. So, <laughs> as we but, always do. As we always do. And uh, I hope we can continue it because, again, we still have $100 in the second round bank account, and we hope to keep it there. Yep, yep, that is true. That is true. And does it gain interest? Because if it does... We can make these nah, even it's, harder. It's a, it's, a ch- it's a checking account, not a savings. Savings only gains Ah, uh, okay, okay. And it's going to take two business days. I get it, I get it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, but we are not alone, sir. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. We have a very special guest, and we have Miss Sabrina joining us today. How are you, girl? I'm doing fantastic, guys. Thanks for having me today. <laughs> All right, all right. Now, do you like being called Sabrina, or do you have yourself uh, a, another name, like a nickname, or like your your podcaster name? Honestly, uh, the closest people to me call me Ace. Ooh, Ace. Ace. Ooh, I like that. Ace, Ace. I like that too. I like Listen that. here, Ace. Listen here. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you're getting Ace Ventura jokes on you. I, right. I welcome it. Yes, Ace. Oh, man. I like it. I <laughs> that like is it. your challenge. I like it. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome to the flick book, Ace. Thanks. Let's see if you can ace the money for nothing and get that $100. I don't think so, but <laughs> we will try. We will try. But yes, everyone, we are talking Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a, it was a pick of mine. It was so dear to my heart because I love Resident Evil. And as everyone knows that... Resident Evil, the movie sides of things, haven't really gotten the best rap, and they haven't been very good, uh, in my opinion. But we get something that I feel like it's a homage to the Resident Evil fans like me um, into this. But first, initial reactions from the movie. Well, look at look at me. I can't even. I got to give them their credentials. Obviously, you know, I get Who's so excited. Who's in the movie? Who's in the movie? Who's Mr. in the movie? All right. Well, it came out in 2021, as everyone knows, um, but it also got pushed back because of COVID. Um, And uh, it is starring Kayla Scrodenario. I can't really read, but I got that one right. She's in in Crawl. She's in Crawl. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very good Crawl. Did you notice that? Did you notice that right away? I was like, oh. Hello. No. How are you, Crawl? I actually didn't because she looks totally different in this film. Like, yeah, she looks a little younger. To tell you the truth. Yeah, they did a very good job. She plays Claire, and I think she she did a great job as Claire. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, um we have Yvonne Joga as Leon. Um we have uh Hannah John Kamen, which which she was in Ant Man and Wasp. Yes, she was ghost. She sure was. Yes, she was ghost. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, I know her. And then of course MBD, thank you very much for that. We have Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield mm-hmm. and Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. So you know, we oh, Neil McDonald, uh, McDonald, oh, oh, yeah. obviously is in this movie. He's like one of those. Oh, I know that guy. He's in everything. He's mm-hmm. in, of course, we know an Arrow as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rated R, which is really good because if it was rated PG thirteen, then I would, uh, I would not want to watch this movie. But right off the bat, initial reactions. I want to know from Ace, Resident Evil. Now, have you played the games? I have actually only played Resident Evil 3. Okay. Like, okay. ever. <laughs> I do well, own 4, yeah. 5, and 6. I have yet to play them yet. Oh, you got them when it was on sale, <laughs> right? The remastered editions, I know. <laughs> they were a gift. I was oh. surprised I got them. Nice, I was like, nice. I, I didn't ask for them, but I am going to enjoy every bit of them. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, you enjoy those. Those are actually really good ones. Um, six, not so much, but Resident Evil 3, my favorite Resident Evil movie. So how do you feel about this movie? Like initial reactions? My initial reaction going in, it had the strongest start. I was so invested. And then by the end of the movie, I was really not feeling it. I was excited Mm. for the buildup, everything that was coming into fruition by the middle of the movie. I'm like, okay, we're getting into more of the games, at least from what I know of the games. It was super exciting. They got the zombies and the infection that was so overwhelming to me just because it came together so nicely from what I know from the games. Mm -hmm. I loved Mm -hmm. everything about everyone that was infected, um, how creepy they looked. They did really well with the costumes and the horror makeup for it. And then by the end, again, it just kind of fell short for me. I don't really know what they were going for for the end. Mm. I do like that they built it up. Right. Now, did you watch the post-credit scene as well? I did. Okay. Okay. I and did enjoy still... the post-credit scene. Okay. Cool. That one kind of reeled me back look. in. Nice. 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 Okay. All right. So it gave you more. So, all right. You just wanted more of a buildup. Right. So other than that, like, did you enjoy the kills, the, the CGI, everything? It's good. The kills were great. The CGI was yep. great until... I want to say almost towards the end where the blood just kind of looked at like it was gripe jelly just coming off. Or like somebody <laughs> did MS paint retouch, but well, that, we, that's we, such we like, like a small detail. They ran out of budget. They ran, they they ran, ran out of budget. <laughs> it was such a small detail towards the end that I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like I could look past it. I'm not going to judge it based on that one thing, but it, it was noticeable. No, nah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, smooth effect. Initial reactions. Welcome to Raccoon City. How do you feel? I mean, I'll tell you right off the bat. Um, when I first, when I when I went into the theaters, I I didn't go see it. Okay, I didn't want to go see it in the theater because mm-hmm. I've seen the other Resident Evil films, and I I was never truly. I've seen the first one like in theater, yep. um, and of course I was like, ooh, this is fun, but I was never impressed. I mean, I liked Nemesis. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I like the video games. I love, I've played the first one. I've played the second one. So when I got a chance to watch this movie, I seen it was on stars and I was like, you know what? I want to check this out. And I've seen it twice already. Uh, Mm -hmm. One for myself and one for the show. And I, it's, 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 it's difficult to say because as, as initial reaction to somebody that's played one and two, I was watching one and two mixed together. 
and I found myself to enjoy it actually. And I have to agree with Sabrina or Ace. Um, at the end, you do see where it drops because in the beginning, it's fucking awesome. Like it is fun. You know, when they get to the Spencer uh, mansion, it's fun. Like this, you're like I'm playing a video game, and I agree. I think the town looks great. Um, everybody looks awesome. I love how it's like they're not all infected, like mm-hmm. like one, two, three. Like it's a slow process that's happening. You see it with the blood coming down the eyes, the hair. You know, all this shit happening. Like what happens to um, the girl in the diner. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel what happened was they had a great idea. They had an I personally think a very good cast for these um, characters. I can believe all of these guys playing those characters. And then they executed it, but I think they should have maybe went one and then two instead of bashing together. But I still had a good time. This is a fun movie. If you've played the video games, this is a very fun movie because it's made for the fans. So I had a good time. I had a good time watching it. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's great. Um, and and I, I have to agree with uh, most of what you said, and Sabrina as well, too. It built up so, like, the beginning parts of it when we're getting there and we're going to the mansion, and then, like, the helicopter crashes into the mansion, too. Like, all those scenes and everything else was literally shot for shot from the game, mm-hmm. um, and I'm having an amazing time just watching this come alive on my screen and not a cutscene, you know? So um, I I definitely enjoyed that. I thought the cast was very strong in their characters. They kind of made it like nostalgic from the 90s as well, because as we know, those outbreaks and everything happened in 1997, 98, uh, 99, and so on. So it was was definitely visually great. Um, They paid homage to the gamers and the whole entire games one and two very much with a lot of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I felt like towards the middle, they they wanted to go separate ways because again, this is a long gated game. It's not just a quick game where, you know, you have this one walkthrough. It takes you a few hours to put, complete the game. No, there's different things that happen. It takes a long time. If you decide to open up a door first, you have to come back because it's not that time yet. You need something else. Like, so it's definitely long processes on where do you want to go? But so I feel like building it up, I feel like they were always building to get to another part and another part because they alluded to them throughout the whole entire movie. Um, I had fun watching it. It was definitely entertaining. Uh, It it kept me invested because I was such a big fan, but I tried to take those... take take those glasses off like the the fan glasses off and actually watch it right um and you know for what it is and yes it's definitely lacking a lot it's not the best zombie movie i've seen um but it was um enjoyable and i love the post-credit scene and i Mm love how they were alluding to something else i hope we get a sequel tell you the truth you know um so I, I dabbled a little bit on the on the setting and, and, and the visuals on it. I want to elaborate a little bit more on that, too, because I thought it was like they took concept art from the games and they'll just like give us that. We got to build the sets, you know, exactly and I thought it that it was superb, you know? Yes, it looked beautiful. Like the uh, the the police station, like when they zoom in, when it does that, that little pan up and zoom in, that's from mm-hmm. the game. That's you know, the game. that's the yep. fucking game. Like when you when you see the um the orphanage, that was from the remastered version of the yep. game. Like it looked yep. just like the game. So the Spencer Mansion looked beautiful. Now it didn't look exactly like the game, but 
it was close enough. Okay, budget right. reasons, play a factor, green screens and all that shit, because most of it's green screens anyway. Mm-hmm. It looked like a rich mansion. That's really what it looked like. But I liked it. When they come in and they're looking around and you're thinking like, this is, you feel like you're holding the the controller in your hand and you're playing the game. And that's why I I really enjoyed up to that part. And then when we get to the situation with Wesker is when you're like, what? (laughs) You you know, Mm -hmm. you, 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 you're ruining a character here. You're ruining a really good character because we know Wesker is a bad motherfucker. And he was, honestly, he was kind of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, now, Ace, I know you've only played Resident Evil 3, right? Um, but from what you see, because you go back into those, you know, um, police stations and stuff just to gather some things. But, like, what did you think of visually and settings and, and everything about this movie compared to Resident Evil or just in general? So as far as the first two games, I have limited knowledge on them just because I've watched other people play bits and pieces instead of just going through the entire game itself. But I really appreciate what the movie did visually as far as uh, panning in and out of scenes, going into the mansion, the police station, even the orphanage. It has this almost cutscene effect. Like you're watching a movie happen as you're playing a video game. It has the cutscenes, of course, where you're like, oh, okay, this is setting the ground for what I'm about to do. The movie did a really good job as that visually. As you're going into certain scenes, you see the pan in or pan out where it's, almost like a cut scene within the movie. You're like, okay, it's setting up what's about to happen in the next scene. I think it did a fantastic job of that. Yes, yes, I Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And just so things that you are missing from one and two, like when you see Chris and they go into that back view of the zombie and he turns around and looks at him, Mm -hmm. that is literally the first time we ever see a zombie in a Resident Evil franchise in a game. This is the first time you see the zombie and it's iconic. And the fact that they literally shot for shot did that on the screen, I thought was incredible. Yeah. Like this is the stuff that like you appreciate if uh, you had the two games. And I hope it makes you play those two games because the remasters are really fun. Yeah, really. I'm fun. definitely interested after watching this movie. I'm interested in playing the first two to completion. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you go back and watch it and you be like, oh, I get it now, you know? Um, but yeah, so like some of your favorite characters in here, because they're all iconic if you know the franchise. We have Chris, mm-hmm. Jill, we have Wesker, you know, Leon as well. You know, we, we have a plethora of characters. Ada Wong as well is in there. Yeah, she um, shows up. So character-wise, Tommy, well, actually Ace, I wanna I wanna know like what was your favorite character? Who who was the one that you thought did the best out of all of them? And what you thought about their acting? Honestly, Claire has it for me. Like, she did such a, the actress, (laughs) excuse me, I don't remember her name, but she did a fantastic job as Claire. She was very Mm -hmm. believable. Uh, The way she takes charge in the police station with Leon, she just comes in and commands the room because she already has the upper hand of knowing that something is off. Her brother doesn't believe her. She comes in and goes, no, I already know something's off. I'm going to figure this out. I know what I have to do. And then as everything's crumbling around them, she's just, she's the most believable to me. It kind of resonates on a level with me where I'm like, okay, out of every single character who may or may not know what's going on, of course, we know Wesker is inside business, but with everything else that we know what's going on, Claire's the one that comes in, already knows what's going on, takes charge, 
just kind of carries herself throughout the entire movie to figure out the missing pieces that she doesn't have yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of coaxes Leon into everything. And I mean, I have problems with Leon just as a character in general. Kind of. How so? Because this is the first time you're ever like hearing about Leon and seeing. Like I've seen Leon in the games, but it's always been like, oh, he seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems like he has some semblance of carrying himself that he can maneuver around obstacles. Like from yeah. my point of view, not knowing Leon's complete backstory from the, the video games, I'm like everywhere I see him, he's holding a gun, he takes charge. It's always him and Claire doing what That's they need to do. That's that rookie trigger finger. That's what it is. Right? Because <laughs> then in the movie, I'm like, I, I can honestly believe if this guy just drops his gun, like what what is he doing half the time? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, so first of all, he's put in charge after the police chief leaves. Like, nope, uh, <laughs> chief is out. Leon, yeah. you're, in, you're in charge. And you're like, why would you put him in charge of anything? <laughs> oh, oh, but if you play the game, you know that you want him in charge. <laughs> right, like it's... Uh, it was my yeah. understanding that he had more knowledge in the games that, okay, you would want him in charge. But yeah. in the movie, I'm like, what are they doing? They're making a huge mistake. He's going to burn the whole place down. And then you yeah. bring in that iconic scene of him falling asleep at the desk. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I love that oh scene. That's so good. I, I love it. Song, it was definitely man, one of my favorite scenes. Are you it kidding was me? perfect. When they played Crush by Jennifer <laughs> oh, Page. My God. Like, how did that work? Because it's start- never expected. Yeah, it like he's, movie. he's listening to it in the headphones because you hear it in the background, like you know, like it's like far away. But it's not until the truck driver comes into the to the station on fire when it literally takes up the entire you know sound effect, and you're like, "Wow, this works! It's weird! It's hilarious! I love it." Yeah, it's perfect no, for good. no reason other than just to make itself known as this scene you're going to remember this scene yes yeah they, they yeah. make you remember that scene yeah and it's so okay. it's it's so great because it is an iconic scene even in the game this is how resident evil 2 starts like mm-hmm. the the whole gas truck spills over and you and claire separate which they did it different in the movie but um you separate there um because you know chris is coming in i mean uh leon's coming in and he's like the new guy and Claire's going to find her brother. But then this crash happens and now they split. And that's how you go your separate ways. Because in the game, you also do, um, you pick first who you want to play as. And then you go through the whole thing and then you go back and then you play as Claire or you play as Leon if you didn't play them, pick them to begin with. So you get to see different perspectives, right? So of course they are gelling them both back together. Like, so... Everything happens a little different, like which I'm okay with. So like, and, but Leon is just hilarious. I feel like um, I feel like he's almost not the comic relief, but they're playing it as like he is the rookie, you know? Yeah. He yeah, shot. I definitely so. play the rookie card for him very well. Yeah. Very well. Yes. I right agree. with the hazing and shit like that too. The hazing, everyone's just like, "Oh, your dad has to bail you out of everything, didn't he?" Like it, it was perfect. He shot yeah. his training partner in the ass. Yes, <laughs> and that's not part of the game. <laughs> they they added that to the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She tried to he, explain it to the uh, the waitress at the diner. Yeah, it was like it, it's not just it's not just that. There's more to the story, but nobody wants to hear it because they only see him as this rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, played exactly. it off very well, and he yeah, I would agree. He was kind of like the comedic. He was technically the comedic 
part of the movie. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's also Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield was, you know, he's very sarcastic and I think Robbie Amell did a great job. I mean, it's not like Chris Redfield is hard to play. Yeah. I think all, and honestly, all three of us can play Chris Redfield if we wanted to, Mm -hmm. but he just worked with him. Like you believed him as Chris Redfield and as Robbie Amell, he's, you know, you, you see him in a couple of things. You know, he's in Upload. He was in The Babysitter. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just a, he just kind of reminds me of like a like a Baywatch dude. I like to take my shirt off and, you know, I'm just a, a monotone one-way actor. But for Chris Redfield, that's kind of what Chris Redfield is. A monotone uh-huh. one-way type of person. You know, his personality is easy to, to hit. And I, I think Robbie Amell did a great job. All right, all right. So I know we usually play this with girls, but like, Uh-oh. honestly, okay, <laughs> all right, let's do it. I think I think we need to do it here for Chris Redfield. All right, so for, we're doing well, Robbie Amell. for Robbie Amell. So we're playing. What's your cocktail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, what is your Chris? Like, I keep saying Chris, Chris Redfield, Robbie Amell. Right? I want to know. Smooth effect. Oh, what? What cocktail <laughs> is he? Like it, it, like, it could be a malt liquor as the worst and the best spirit or the best drink as the best. You um, know what I mean? Like, so we, are we talking... All right. So it's Robbie Mel in the movie, though. Yes, in the movie. Okay, but we're talking about his looks, though. So I'm going to say... Yeah, you said he likes to take his shirt off. So I tell he likes you to take his shirt off. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm going to say Robbie Mel is a shot of fireball, actually. I'm going to give him a, a shot of fireball. A shot of fireball. Because, you know, when you look at him, you're like, Wow. He's a good-looking guy, you know. He's good shape and whatnot, and he's got a little spice to him, though. Mm. Just a little spice, you know. He's Canadian, okay. so he has a little spice to him. Um, but but it burns, <laughs> you know. But it burns oh, when sometimes oh, you yes. watch him, you're just like, oh fuck, man, it's rough. <laughs> it's <laughs> rough to watch. Yes. But hey, I, I'm hey, gonna give I him a shot of fireball. No filter, but he's getting a little crazy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question. Started with me, so uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Robbie Mel shot a fireball. The fireball for smooth effect is Robbie Amell. All right, Ace, what is what is Robbie Amell to you? The drink, what is he? You got to. Oh rate. man, I mean, if we're going for the movie, strictly how he looks in this movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say he's he's a chilled jalapeno margarita. Ooh, Ooh. let's hear why. Whoa, <laughs> tell it, me how you really feel. How many? It's really how sweet. Many? like we'll, we'll we'll give him a soft two okay it's like it, it starts off real smooth nice to look at and then at the end you're like why does it burn <laughs> too salty <laughs> it's too salty that's a good one i like that that's really good i love how keep mind though i love how we both agree Robbie Amell, very spicy. Yes. <laughs> Robbie Amell is a spicy individual. Mr. Malave, what's yours? I'm, I'm it's no to fault of his own, though. That's not his fault. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. I agree. It's just in this movie, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. So I probably have a different take than you guys right now because um, every time I see Robbie Amell, I think about his brother, Stephen Amell. His cousin. Green Arrow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, his cousin. Sorry. It's, I, Sorry. I, I thought it was his brother, too. It turns out it's actually they his cousin. They look identical. They really I do. Tell you. <laughs> they really do. So I, I, every time I look at him, I was like, it's fucking a Green Arrow. That's fucking Oliver. Like, you know what I mean? And I keep thinking to myself, wait, no, that's not it. It's something else. He's someone else. You know, and everything else like that. So when I think of Robbie Amell in this movie, 
right? I think of him as a shot of Evan Williams. Oh, right? you know why? You know why? Because it's it's not Jack Daniels. It's Jack Daniels' uglier cousin, <laughs> Robbie Amell. <laughs> Evan Williams. So, so, oh, no. so, so, so instead of so, so what we're saying in my my perspective then is that Stephen Amell would be the Hennessy and Robbie Amell's the E and J. No, no, no. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, yes. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yes, oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> that's fucked I'm up. I'm just saying. That's how I feel. That's crazy. <laughs> he does more than fucking Stephen Amell. Well, he's not. He's they kind of help each other out. They do. Right? They do help each other out. That is true. They're actually. They tend to work together a decently amount. They do. I'm proud of that. That's them. cool. All right. All right. That's. I, I'm telling you. I like this cocktail thing. I love that. We, <laughs> me and Sabrina do agree. He's spicy, and you're like he's a fucking second brand version. <laughs> I'm well, telling it's you. funny that you mentioned. But it's don't get you me wrong. This. Like I love me some Evan Williams sometimes. You know. <laughs> I feel like you drink Evan Williams when you don't want to remember what you just saw. Yeah, or when you don't have uh, when you don't when, have enough. When you uh, can't afford you Steven, you get a Robbie. That's what you're saying. <laughs> can't when, you, <laughs> when you can't afford a Steven, you get a Robbie. You get a Robbie. That's <laughs> that's great. It's funny that you mentioned uh, that he was a shot of fireball because he does play Firestorm and Arrow. He does. Yes, he, he does. See, he see? and does. he and he's spicy there too. Exactly. All right, I'm ending this right now. Let's get back to the movie. Okay, <laughs> back to back to the movie. Back to the movie. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, I'm wrapping up the character stuff because honestly, uh, all the characters have their own little like ways, and I love them in certain ways. I did have a little problem with Leon being so much of the hazer and like the Mister Doofus because he's not. Um, he's actually very smart. But other than that, uh, Wesker for me kind of was just like. You need to be more of a dick. Yeah, he wasn't know? a dick. Um, so, but then, you know, of course, they were alluding towards the bigger, I guess, bad guy. Um, but then he gets his due at the end. So, I mean, characters, I'm fine with it. I think they have a good nucleus. To If they're going to go to another part, I think they'll be fine with the ones they have. Sure. Um, Plot-wise, right? So, we, we know we start off with all this, like, stuff happening and everyone's not infected yet. Because a lot of people, when we play the games, they're already affected. We see the transition, right? And there you get a lot of, you know, Easter eggs and stuff. Everyone's together. Um, and then they split. Like, Claire comes in and Chris has to leave. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, it goes to pe- things happening in the mansion, right? When they first see the zombie. And then Chris separates from him. Which, by the way, that scene, when he's by himself, with the extended clip yes. in his handgun, <clears throat> and he has to shoot people to see. He has to shoot the zombies to see what's going on. I love it. I oh thought that was great. Fucking love that scene. <laughs> that scene is amazing. Yeah, yeah, well shot, perfect. Yes, it was. It was so well shot because you do that in the game. Where there's, yeah, you there's do no that light. You just got to shoot to get the light, and all these are hordes of zombies are coming at him. And I call bullshit that that man got out of there perfectly fine. <laughs> You can't yeah, not even, even scratch or bite. You can't even see. You just shoot. Honestly, shit. in the game, they would have bit us one time, and we would have been uncautious. Yeah, but, you should. know. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus, bullshit you know? on Robbie Mel. I'm calling bullshit on him. He's listening. Uh, on 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 your shot of fireball. We'll call well, I'm I'm calling bullshit on that bullshit shot of alert. fireball because mm-hmm, it turned mm-hmm. out it was way too watered down on that scene because he should. Well, been that's. 
But that's what you get when you ask for a chilled fireball shot. You True. get a watered down fireball. That's why you don't get ice. No, you never get ice. Never get ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get so, I mean, we have a lot of stuff happening all at once and then people trying to get back together. Then we see, you know, Wesker, we all know he's double, double agent now. He's uh, playing Moon Knight Sonata, which you have to play in the game too. Um, and then he just turns on everyone. And we see that he's just, you know, a double agent. We get the uh, scientist who used to experiment on on the two brother, the brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get away. He's trying to take all the viruses. And we all know he's the Mr. Tyrant, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, now the Tyrant was pretty accurate with the eyeballs. and everything. Sure, they look good. Them. Oh. It was great. Um, <laughs> uh-oh, Ace, what, what you? you said, oh, I want to hear Ooh. that. Oh. So... Tyrant was interesting to me. I thought it was great as a concept. Mm-hmm. I thought it also just looked like <laughs> when a child takes a bunch of googly eyes and sticks it on something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, mommy, he, looked like gem, he looked like a Jim Henson puppet. I potential to look better <laughs> because I've seen it look better in the game. But uh, I don't know. For the movie, it just looked like a, a really sad toy with googly eyes. It's, it's, that's when the budget really ran out. I mean, especially to, later towards the end. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Shows. He looks like a Jim Henson puppet. He got like googly eyes and shit. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and, and they're all just moving every time he moves. Like. Yeah, right? It's just moving together. Like, I, I mean, Straight that's, out of the labyrinth. And that's me. <laughs> nice. Nice. Good call. Nice name drop. <laughs> dance, man. Dance. <laughs> And that's that's Neil McDowell, and I I like him too. I think he's he's a really good actor, and he played this role really well. Um, but at that at that part, it you know he looked fine because I guess it's just him in general, and you know you get to see it on screen you're like it's better than the old Resident Evil shit. So fuck it, I I'm, I'll take what I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a good way to put it. He looked like yeah, like a Jim Henson puppet. Like he had a lot of googly eyes on him. Just a lot of googly eyes. <laughs> and he was just like, Chris. And he's having a conversation with Chris. Like, a really nice conversation with him, too. Yeah, they were they were getting along. I had issues with that conversation, though. It didn't make sense. <laughs> it it never seemed made like sense. He's, trying to, he's trying to coax him in, saying, like, hey, you know, don't hurt me because, you know, there's so much at stake here and yeah. everything that's happening. You should join and then me. at the end, as he's just like, you know what? Screw you, man. Like, just do it anyway, then. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Pick your angle and stick with it because maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. You gave up too quick for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I also think the way I didn't like the way Wesker was portrayed in like in a like I like Tom Hooper. I'm not saying Tom Hooper is a bad actor. He's not because he plays. He usually plays like a villain. He usually plays a really good asshole. So you would think to play Wesker it should be no issue for him. But I just like it's almost like he felt bad. That what he was doing, he was just like, listen, I, I just got to do it. Like what he's telling Jill and he's just like, I got to go. You know, it's not even like he's just like, no, fuck you. I'll shoot you if mm-hmm. I have to shoot you right now. Like in the game, first thing he does, he turns, he looks right at Chris and he puts his gun right in his face. And he's like, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. So yep. for him to just be like, oh, and then like he's like thinking about it and just like, come on, we got to go save Chris. And he's just like, ah, I don't, I don't know what to do. Ah, fuck it, I'm going to go this way. And then he just goes. Like I to a point that I, when I was watching it, was waiting for Jill to follow him and be mm-hmm. like, oh, so, because even that part, I'm thinking like, so when is he going to turn? Like, when is he going to turn bad? Because by him doing that, I didn't feel villainous from him. Mm-hmm. It was just like he, he was doing a side gig. 
Yeah, yeah. That I, I feel the same way, um, especially because we know about Wesker's origin and we know that it's not like he's he's definitely doesn't give a shit. He's a dick. Like and he was doing it all for the money and then taking a sample. So then we all know how he, you know, spoiler alert, everyone, uh, he creates his own little fucking organization and starts selling it to a bunch of other people. And he himself like bonded, as you see in this in the post credit scene. And he becomes a fucking badass, even more so because he's a dick and doesn't give a shit. Right. You know? Um, so even with the turn, it was almost like I had no choice. Like, nah, you wanted to do it. Right. Like, I had no choice. Like, he kept saying yeah. it was just for the money. And it's like, okay, but now you feel bad about it? Yeah, like, right. The way like, he says it, when he tells Jill, like, it was just money. And even when she confronts him and says, like, you were just going to leave us here to die, he was like, it was just for money. It's like, okay, but. Was it for money? Because now you feel bad about it. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, like I'm right. sorry. Yeah. Even when she tells Chris, like, oh, Wesker was going to leave us. We got to go now. It's like, why is nobody reacting to this? He was going to leave you to die. Yeah, he yeah, was that's he, a you were going to die. And just but like, he didn't fucking. make it seem serious. And you know what else, though? Like, even at the end, when he comes back and he's fucking limping and shit, like, and he tries to do that whole bullshit, I'm like, no. He would never try to do the genuine thing, like no. at all. He would save himself and make sure he comes back to fuck shit up again. Sure. Like, that is how Wesker is, not the remorseful kind of person that they portray. Well, even when I he shot the mother, you know, like when he yeah. <clears throat> when he shoots the mom, it, he's like he's the way he just looks at him, he's just like, come on, I don't want to do this. I don't, you don't yeah. don't want to do. No, Albert Wesker would have been like, bang, dead. Looked at the kid. Bong, right. dead and just been like yep. is what it is i got shit yeah. to do because even the end when, uh, when he was just like i wasn't gonna shoot you kid like shut right. up yes you was like, like, you you were. well maybe you tom hooper wasn't but right. <laughs> but wesker would wesker would have killed all the motherfuckers yeah there were zombies sorry like right, yeah know? exactly there was zombies what do you want to do they were gonna yeah it, i agree you know? i agree a thousand percent uh what sabrina said Wesker does not hesitate. He is an asshole. He is a bad dude. He knows what he's doing, and he's a bad motherfucker. So, no, there would be no hesitation. He would have shot all three of them, turned around, shot Chris, shot Jill, and moved on with his life. Yep, yep. I feel kept like the, the minute Jill found out, he would have been like, oh, you found out. Time Bang. to get rid of you. Bang, would have shot her right in the like, fucking head. Right there, that's it. Yep. You know. And yep. we don't want to see that because Jill is a badass. And I think she was, right. I think she did great as Jill. We didn't get a, a lot of focus on Jill. I know. But th but that's what sequels are for. And yep. who knows if this one's going to get one. But again. I hope it does because um, I feel like the all natural way to do it and the fact that we didn't see a lot of Jill is the only nemesis story that we need to get to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they can do it because they can split up the whole gang and they can be like, well, we are going to form this team and we have to go to Africa, and that's where Chris goes, right? Yeah. And then Jill's there just, you know, um, trying to clean up Raccoon City or something, and then, boom, we see the nemesis going stars. And boom, sequel. We could get we get it all, you know? Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see, you know? Uh, we get the tyrant. They get on the train. They go, they're trying. They heard about Alaska, and then they blow up the tyrant. <laughs> he didn't look good in that one. I I didn't like the way the tyrant looked at uh at that moment because that yeah. but he now he went from being a Jim Henson puppet to like 
the video game. Like it mm-hmm. looked like, but the video game from 1991 or 92, like it didn't look good at all. And again, that's yeah. where the budget comes into play where they did so much to show the police station and Spencer mansion that they forgot that we still have a, a baddie we need to do. And yeah, I didn't like the way he looked. And again, it just, it felt too easy you know, Resident Evil is not an easy game, and that not felt too easy for a injured Chris Redfield because <laughs> he was injured. And Leon, who just I, don't get me wrong, the rock, the fucking rocket launcher was dope when he came in, and he's like, it's a I fucking, it. it's a fucking rocket launcher. Yeah, <laughs> he just like get him, Leon. Yeah, good for you, you fucking doofus. Because that's what he was. Like, <laughs> Matt, you said it. He was he was portrayed like a doof. He's like a doofus. He's he was a big doofus. Officer Doofy reported in duty. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he, you know what? The guy portrayed him really well. I, I like Leon, and yeah, I could see him being Officer Doofy as well. Just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. salute, salute. You know, hey, smell my fingers. What is that? My ass. My yeah, ass. you know, that's that's definitely an Officer Doofy. If they ever needed an, an Officer Doofy movie, they should get this oh guy God, that played that played uh, Leon. Yeah, I agree. You did a good I job. Agree. You did a good job. Yeah. And then, of course, they, everyone evacuated. People died. And then you see them walking up and credits, right? And then... I was okay with see, that. Yeah, of course. I was okay with that. I think the the issue that I had with that was I didn't get the vibe that we're going to get a sequel. So... Sometimes you don't need an after credit scene to prove that we're getting a sequel. We needed it because of mm-hmm. Wesker. We needed the the sunglasses. We needed that shit. But I think it would be more interesting if the girl had like a scrape or a bite on her, and that would have been the first zoom in to to go to credits. Because then you'd be like, oh, all right, we got we got another one coming. So because mm-hmm. she well, she doesn't mean anything, right? I don't remember her ever meaning anything. She no, she's not. They they actually saved her, and that was that was pretty much right. It. So. It could have been something like because the virus has to spread, mm-hmm. so she could have been the one to spread it. True, true, but we also have Wesker's blood, and we have yeah. Ida Wong, who's probably gotten a sample of it as well. Like right. there's, there's, uh, there's other ways you could go. Sure, there's I'm, ways. I'm, I agree that they should have been something instead of like them all walking out, and then boom, and then we just get Albert. Like, like sh- maybe we. Uh, maybe we see like somebody hovering over and then like getting the drop of the helicopter, and they were like, "What was that?" And that is the nemesis. Like you get That'd me, be like great. that'd be awesome. But then, yeah, but then we get the post credit scene too, and we get the Wesker shit too. So we know things are about to hit the fan. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know, it, we got what we got. You know. Um, see, I would and- actually disagree in some sense that you know the text at the bottom of the screen when it says like, you know, civilian survivors zero. And then you see them walking out of the tunnel that, that kind of told me right there that there is going to be a sequel because if everyone thinks everyone in that city died yet, there's these people that are coming out of it. Mm. There, there's gotta be something else. So that, yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. That does. Yeah. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. That's good. Good. That's a good call. It's a good call. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Well, we hit the end of the movie, guys. All right. We we made it. Um, and, you know, whether we loved it, whether we hated it, we uh, got through it. All right. But there's certain things, right, that happens in here that just make you want to say, fuck you. Right. And I just want to know. 
What makes you say, fuck you? Fuck you, Fuck you, movie. Fuck you, movie. Fuck you, movie. No, fuck you, movie. All right? Ace, fuck you, movie. No, fuck you, movie. Steve, that's all I'm saying. That's right, guys. I want to know we've reached a portion of the show where we have to take our one moment of the movie that makes you say, fuck you, whether you got you guys kind of scared, whether you said that's some bullshit, fuck you, movie. I want to know what is your fuck you movie of Raccoon. Welcome to Raccoon City. And I'm going to start with our girl, Ace. Ugh. The biggest part of that movie that made me say fuck you movie is the police chief trying to lazily put bullets into his gun in the parking garage while he's about to be tacked by an infected dog. <laughs> You're a police chief and you don't have bullets in your gun already? <laughs> like, you know shit's going down in the city and you don't already have a loaded weapon you thought you could just drive out of it? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, police chief. Fuck, <laughs> you, Fuck you, Irons. Movie. Fuck you, Irons. You idiot. That's You're, You're that's an idiot. And, that's, and he that came is... back. That's when he came back. So he already knows what right. the fuck is going down. He's like, right. oh, yeah, shit's going down. Leon's in charge. I'm just going to leave. And then he knows he has to come back because of the roadblock. And you don't already have something in mind? Mm -hmm. And how'd the dog yeah, not man. kill him? He should have been dead. Yeah, right. First of all, why he is he just waiting? The dog is hungry. Now nah, they let the right? liquor get him. That was the thing. They were like, the liquor's got to make a kill. Let's kill Irons. That is true. That is definitely uh. true. Oh, man. So fuck you, movies. Police chief, you got to be smarter than that. I'm just saying. That's a good one. I'm just saying. Smooth effect. What yeah. is your fuck you movie? Well, Miss Malave, I was thinking of so many moments that make me say fuck you to this movie. And there was that one moment when Claire is in Chris's house. And that lady, when she comes running through the fucking glass like a fucking Ooh. linebacker, she just comes like fucking bang on him. I do like the part because she's like, are you okay? Do you need help? And it's like, you need help. Bang! And it made me go, oh, fuck you. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this bitch. Why is she coming in? She looks like she needs to get a fucking wig on her head. She's bleeding out of her fucking eyes. Don't touch me. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> I would be gone out of that house. The second she comes bashing through the door, fucking Claire is sitting there being like, what's that? No, bitch, out the door. Get out the door. Like, bye. <laughs> Peace, I'm running. She had the motorcycle. She got the motorcycle. Bitch, peace, I'm out. So I say fuck you to that lady deciding, you know, that's not even nice, first off. You don't want to just go ahead and just run in through somebody's fucking fucking uh, glass door, which, by the way, she come through that glass door saying she's itchy and shit. Bitch, get the Bruh. fuck out of here. So I said, she said itchy, tasty. tasty. I'm like, nope. Yeah, she right. That's what I'm saying. Again, <laughs> fuck you to that bitch because she writes itchy and tasty in blood on the fucking door and you're thinking to yourself like what's this bitch doing and then she comes like I said itchy and tasty she was going to tackle the quarterback itchy and tasty or that she is itchy and Claire looks tasty I think yeah she was itchy what is the context because she said she was itchy and then she was tasty a little backstory a little backstory from the games right you get all these papers and you have to read all this shit right one of the survival diaries right had uh, entries for every day. Mm -hmm. And each one that you got, got shorter and shorter until the last entry was itchy, tasty. That's it. Oh. So that was like a little homage to the game. Which is great. Because apparent, yeah. 
And then she busts through the But who the fuck is she busting through doors like that? She's kind of like tackled the quarterback and stuff. She busted through that shit and she was still standing. So I'd have said, fuck (laughs) you. I'd have got out the fucking door, got on my motorcycle and go see my brother. So fuck that bitch. You know what? I'm glad that you said that smooth effect because I literally have it on my notes clear as day. That fucking scene (laughs) of that bitch, itchy, tasty. I go, oh, run, bitch, run. And and then she looks underneath the damn fucking table, sees the little girl, and was like, what? Bro, like, the kid is under there. Obviously, he's scared of something. So get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, movie. Yeah, fuck that was you. Stupid. Leave. That was stupid. Itchy, right? tasty. What the fuck? That's and like some clown names. Literally are, you're trying to get in contact with people. You're hearing shit on the radio. Fuck out of here. Leave. Yes. Leave. Fuck you, movie. Fuck, Fuck you. you, Claire. You're an idiot. Fuck for real. Fuck you, Claire. It's dumbass. Fuck you, asshole. You know what? She You're did great. stupid. She did great. She did but, great in the movie. But you did good. You she did, did great. You great point. She did great in the movie. But fuck you know? that. Itchy, tasty, my ass. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm not The minute you see her standing by the glass door, I'm like, why would you even stay? Like, you're coming into your brother's house. You right. look across the way and you see the kid with the mom. They're looking like that. Why the fuck would you even stay there? Yeah. Right. And then you Just hear leave. what you hear. Just like, you, nope. You hear what you hear, and then you see her in front of you. Nah. Nah, she's one of them, bitch. But how's like, she not even mentioned it to Chris? Like, yo, yo, Chris, you, have you been seeing your neighbors lately? Yeah. Uh, they got cancer. What the fuck's like going that? on over there? Like, they look pretty <laughs> fucked up. The kid, the mom, she's saying itchy, tasty, breaking your shit. Like she, she's not gonna neighbors look like she's the hills have eyes. Yeah, she does look like the hills have eyes. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck her. He goes, "Well, I've been working a lot lately." <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, so assholes. That's, that's your neighbor, occurrence. bro. That's your fucking neighbor. It's your fucking neighbor. Like they tasty. have no curtains. Nah, because Chris right probably through. banging her. That's that's Chris Redfield's banging her probably. Oh, oh my god! No. Come on, Robbie Amell. You're better than that. You're a fucking Evan Williams, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you're a shot of fireball. He's a you're shot of fireball. Going you're for spicy margarita. You're going for Malort. <laughs> you're you're a spicy margarita. You're better than that. <laughs> yes, that's great. Oh man, well fuck. Fuck Claire and fuck you movie for that scene. Fuck you movie. Fuck you movie. Ridiculous. <laughs> all right. Um, but it's time for our awards. All right. Yes. We have to give out some awards. And the first one I'm going to start off with is Tommy James. Hey. I'm just a little scared. Just a little scared, though. I was just. So, Ms. Malave, of course, you know, my award is I just a little scared. So, uh, in movies, especially movies that we've recently spoken about, I haven't been a little scared. And in this movie, I wasn't a little scared. But there is one moment that. I've played the game and I did get a little scared and I can feel it. I'm watching the fireball shot and I'm thinking to myself and I'm like, Ooh, I would be a little scared. And that's when Chris has to use his bullets as light to see when he shoots the zombies because they're all over the fucking place. And I put myself in Robbie Amell's shoes and I think I'm not Steven, but I'm Robbie. So you got because it you got it takes time. You have to put yourself <laughs> oh, yeah, in that yeah, mode. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not Steven. I'm not Steven. I'm Steven. I'm Robbie. There you go. You know, become another yeah, person. Yeah. That kind of shit. So mm-hmm. when I when I did it, I realized like that is a frightening moment. I have no light. I have to just shoot my way out. Which, by the way, again, call bullshit. There's no fucking way he didn't get bit, scratched, whatever the fuck. There was a lot of them. A great scene, but I just a little scared. You were just a little scared, little scared. Just and little you know scared. what? 
I, I understand that. I mean, it's fucking scary, especially because it's pitch black. And there's people that want to eat your flesh. We seen, we seen his partner get his whole trachea bit off. Nice. Right before that. So we know. We fucking know. And we seen the itchy, tasty bitch. We seen the itchy, tasty bitch already. And I honestly thought that was going. That got me a little scared, too. But uh, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ, this is a great scene. It was a great scene. Great scene. Great scene. You were just a little scared, though. I just, scared. I just a little scared. Sometimes you don't get a lot of scared, you know, because we're adults, you know. But the there man, are a lot of times. the man, you know, I get scared. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But eventually exactly. we'll get to movies where, yeah, I got scared. When you get a little scared, that's it. That's it. Not scared, just uncomfy. Perfect way to put it. I just <laughs> kind of danced we're... in my seat a little bit. I had to go pee. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Afterwards, I paused it like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to go use the bathroom real quick. <laughs> Turn the it's lights just a on. quick break. Turn all the lights Turn on the and lights look at the door while I'm peeing. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> the door's behind Yo, you, too. Because it's behind me. And I'm scared that the light might Trying to look off. in the mirror, look behind him. That door ain't moving. I don't even have a gun. What am I going to shoot him with? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Pee. <laughs> pee. Maybe it burns their skin or something. I don't know. We got to try. <laughs> That's great. For science. Yes. For science, for, science. For, 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 for science. Armageddon, really. <laughs> for Armageddon science. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man. But you know what? It might just kill him. It might just kill him. But you know what? If you're You'll never know until him, you try. If you're, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if you're going to kill him, Ace, I got to tell you, you just got to kill him with kindness. That is it. That is right. It's the Kill Him With Kindness Award, Mr. Malave's award, of course. And there was a lot of killing in this movie. A shit ton of killing. Mm-hmm. We had adults dying. We had dogs dying. Dogs. We had zombies dying. We had we Jennifer had Page playing zombies. while somebody died. Exactly. We had that shit. We had the blow-ups and explosions. We had a lot of bullets flying. And there's a lot of deaths, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to really think about this because this wasn't easy. Right, because there was a few deaths that were like, fuck yeah. Like when we first saw the zombie, um, you know, from Chris's point of view, that was an iconic scene. And when you kill that zombie, it's just so iconic. Then you're like, yes, that is a good fucking kill. Or, and this was the one that almost got me, it was the death of the liquor. Like not how they killed the person, how the liquor died. Mm -hmm. Like he just took the face and just ripped it apart on some like King Kong Godzilla shit. Like, it was just crazy good, crazy good. But ultimately, the Kill Him With Kindness Award has to go with the person who I think tallied up the most kills in this goddamn movie, and it's Mr. Robbie Amell, ah, Chris Redfield. Chris because not only I was a little scared on that scene, but it was also the best killing scene in the movie. Nice. He's killing, just bang, 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 bang. And it's just, that's when we see them just, shoot out blood and stuff. That's where all the budget went. Yeah. That fucking scene. Because they're like, we got to get this scene correct. And not only did it got me a little scared, but it made me want to kill more zombies and play the damn game. So the Kill Him With Kindness Award goes to Chris Redfield killing the horde of zombies in the dark and then getting rescued and them just blowing them to shit. Nice. That was a lead fuel Resident Evil funness. Yes. That's probably the one scene that made me want to go back and play the first two. It did, right? It's suspenseful and gritty and it looks like a heck of a lot of fun, especially if I get to play as Chris. Yes, yes, and you do, you do get you to do it as Chris. Yeah, you got to do it as Chris. In part five, you play as Chris as well, so enjoy Jeez. that. Um, and you get to fight off people who speak 
No, it's people who speak African nice. and they run and they get shit blown up from their heads and fly and come and get you. It gets crazy, but Oof. it gets really fun. All right. But the first nice. ones you want to play as Chris, I guarantee you, you're going to get that scene in the game. And the way they make sure you get your settings done is that they say, well, move this over until it's barely visible. Why? Because they want you in the dark, bitch. Mm -hmm. They want you to get scared. You better mm -hmm. shut up all the lights and play. A lot of horror Resident games have that element. Like, I remember yeah. Dead Space having that element, too, of, like, move the cursor over until you can just barely see this icon. Mm -hmm. And you're and like, just like mm -hmm. mm, do I cheat? Nah. <laughs> do I nah, cheat? Yeah. No, I don't want to see shit. <laughs> I don't spoil it for me, but I'm just like, man, if it gets too scary, I'm moving this cursor yeah. over. <laughs> well, we all have <laughs> options change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> We're Game. Immediately. <laughs> Way too scared to play. I'm too scared. I was just a little scared. That's it. And only play it during the daytime. That's bad. Every time you see that touch screen <laughs> that says you are dead, you're like, fuck, should I? <laughs> so I'm gonna do it, right? I'm gonna change yeah, yes. I'm gonna change the difficulty too. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But that's Great. it. Those are all awards, the killer kindness, and the fuck you movie, along with just a little scared. Just That's it. That is it. <laughs> that is it. But we are not done. Not by a long shot. No, that is not the case. Because it is time to play our game show. Are you ready to play Money for Nothing? The price is wrong, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to The Price is Wrong, bitch. Money for nothing. And I am your host, Mr. Malave. And I have my two contestants here. We got Miss Sabrina Ace. How are you? I'm fantastic. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm pretty well. I'm ready to give some money away. Are you ready to win some money? I sure hope so. Oh, well, you better have your thinking cap because this game is a doozy smooth effect. She is going against you. How yeah. confident are you oh, in the Money for Nothing? Let me tell you, Mr. Malave, I have been playing Money for Nothing this whole entire time, which we are now on episode five. So I've hosted at least three of them. So I'm very excited to do this. Um, I think I could beat Sabrina because this is Price is Right rules. But if you get, get it on the head, you get it perfectly correct, you can win $100 if I win, it doesn't do anything because, you know, it stays in our account. But if she wins... You get the satisfaction. I get the satisfaction of saying I yeah. did it. But we're still playing Price is Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win. I'm going to do this. I mean, you can win, but you won't win the money if you don't get it right on the head. Got to get it on the head. As you know, you got to have the exact number or the exact phrase or the person. Without cheating. And maybe even the spelling. Yeah. Without cheating. Without cheating. <laughs> Without cheating. And... Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's play Money for Nothing. The Price is Wrong, bitch. Let's do it. All right. So oh, yeah. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. As we know, it got pushed back from its regular release date, but then got released back in November of 2021. All enough time for after Halloween. Thanks a lot, COVID. But we get the nice holiday rush, all right? And with this holiday rush, that means it was there and it was in the movie theaters on Thanksgiving 
weekend. And the question here is, ladies and gentlemen, it is ranked on the top three-day openings of Thanksgiving weekend with a whopping, whopping $5.3 million. Um, and my question here to you two is, what rank is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City in the three-day Thanksgiving holiday weekend? Anyone? This is tough. There's what a lot. Rank? What is the ranking in the all-time three-day weekend of Thanksgiving? This is a good one. In the domestic mm. box office. Domestic box office. Yes. And it's only for three days, so we're only talking about Thanksgiving. Yes, we're talking only about the Thursday, weekend after Thanksgiving. Friday, okay. Saturday. Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Welcome to Raccoon City. Domestic box office. Oof. That's a, that's hey, a good I question. I hear Googles. I hear Googles. No Googles. No cheating. No Googles here. No cheating. Only, mm -hmm. only ceiling All right. staring. Well, you know what? I'll give you three more minutes. Well, no, I'll give you three more seconds. <laughs> three more minutes? I'll give <laughs> you three more time. seconds, and then I'm just going to pick somebody to go, and I'm going to have to go with Ace. How you doing? And you got any more of that go? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Weird that guy is weird guy. <laughs> weird guy. <laughs> weird guy is. <laughs> what is your answer? What is it ranked in the three-day holiday weekend of Thanksgiving? <sighs> Domestic box office whopping yep. fifteen million. It's up Let's there. See, I'm gonna have to say, and this is just off the top of my head because holy crap. <laughs> That mm -hmm. is a mm. lot to think about just from those three days. I'm going to go with at least $5 million. $5 million to place. Oh, place. Yeah, the rank. Like the oh. rank of the, the movie. The ranking. Because it made $5.3 million that three-day weekend. All right? What is the all-time rank of that movie domestically in those three days of the weekend? Five. So, five. It's ranked fifth. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay, five. You're going to lock it in? We're locking it in. All right. All right. Five. Smooth effect. What is your number? What is its rank in that three-day weekend? Let's see. So, you got to think about all these movies that have come out on Thanksgiving. This is all time, right? All time. All time. All, all time. time. So all these movies off. that have come out on the Thanksgiving weekend. I'm going to go with 200 and 27 locking it in lock it in oh my god you are both wrong <laughs> damn all right so nobody <laughs> wins the 100 i got it i gotta say tommy you are very close oh how close am i oh wait man, am i wait am i over you are under sir so you are i won because there's no way it's fifth place in thanksgiving <laughs> Weekend. I'll be honest, I have no time. idea what movies come out around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Me well, neither. We all don't. We all don't. Because it, <laughs> so it, as far as placing, I'm like, I have no it, clue. It could have came out the weekend before and still made a shit ton of money and got ranked fifth. Sure. Because Welcome to Raccoon City is definitely not ranked fifth. And I can just say that because without knowing all the other movies. But you are the winner, sir. Sorry, Ace, you do not win the $100 um, What's the answer? Better luck next time. So the answer is 
It's ranked 237. Oh, you were wow. 10 places I was away, 10 sir. places. Oh, I was, that's pretty good. 237th is the place you had 227. Wow. Sir, you that's win the good. price is wrong, bitch, but you do not win the $100. I am so sorry. Thanks for playing, everyone. We'll see you next week on Money for Nothing, The Price is Wrong, bitch, where you're not going to get the answer because you're just a little bitch. It's a pretty good motto. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know if it works, but... Uh, I think it works. Now we're going to have to edit it work around. Yeah, bio. that's a good thing. You're not going to get the money because you're just a little bitch. <laughs> it actually works. It, it you works. know what? Patent it. And wrap it up in a bow because we are going to use that as the slogan from now on. And also, we have come to the end of the road. That's right. Wow. It is time. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's Was it? I thought I sounded a little hoarse, but nah. that's because I've been yelling. <laughs> True. But thank you, Ace. This is why I loved you on the show. And it's come to the end, so I got to know. It is the Flick Book Horror Edition, the podcast for the average moviegoer. Non. And, uh, non. Non. Well, the non-average <laughs> horror movie. God damn it. <laughs> sorry. Fuck sorry. Up it's, been, it's been a great episode. And the fact that you almost got money for nothing kind of got me scared because then I would have to send you money. All right. No, so I said that it would stay in the account. I did say it would stay in the account. But I, hey, I'm Love. the first person to ever win money for nothing. That's true. Congratulations. Go Thank fuck you. yourself. Thanks. Uh, $98 million. <laughs> so, million. I want to know if it's going into the flip book or not. And why? Hmm. Ace, are you there? Oh, okay. She's thinking. She's thinking. So remember, remember, we're saying- remember the, the, the concept here, the, re- the answer that you need to give is, is this movie a must watch for yes. a newbie of horror or a non-average movie viewer, is it a must-watch? Right. One time in their life, do they have to One watch time. Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City, and why is it a yes? They absolutely have to see this before they die, or no, they could pass it up. If it's for the non-average horror movie watcher, I would say it's a no. Okay. Okay. Only because. It seems like it's very niche with a fan base because Resident Evil has already been established through video games. If you're just coming into this, it is not the one that you need to absolutely watch. It has the gore factor, so if you're looking for something else, as far as horror movies go, yes, it's good for average or non-average horror movie goers, but I would say it's not the must see all right okay. all right so no it does not belong in the flick book says sabrina ace the ace in the hole the smoothest ace hey so well oh oh, oh you didn't <laughs> I like wouldn't that one say that. that's my uh, thing you don't use the word smooth unless you're talking about me <laughs> but ace in the hole that was good then you fucked yeah, up. You like that. You had it. Oh, you fucked up. up. Ace in a hole. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Well, That's good. You fucked up. Ace in a hole, but I was always preluding to you, sir, because it's your turn. Smooth effect. The smoothest of smooth. What do you think? Is it going in the flick book 
or is it not? Well, obviously we know it has to be unanimous. So no, right. the Resident Evil uh, Welcome to Raccoon City is not getting into the flip book. And I'm going to have to agree with Sabrina, uh, ace, uh, the ace in the hole, because... <laughs> I think this movie is meant for the gamers. If you have played the game, then yes, you yes, you have to watch this. It's fanfare. It's and it's good for the gamer. Um, but for a non-average viewer, for somebody that's a newbie, they're not gonna like it. They're not gonna appreciate the characters, they're not gonna appreciate the fireball shot, you know, they're not gonna appreciate <laughs> all the greatness that it gives you from the game. So I think by as a movie, it's just, you know, an average movie. Um, it has some cool moments. The acting's fine. It's not superior to any of them. I will say this is the best Resident Evil movie. Um, but again, Hands if, down. if you're not a if you have not played the game, you will not appreciate this movie and you will find it boring and you will be more confused at the little like, oh, I don't know why they're doing this or why does it have to go this way? Well, there's a reason why, because, damn it, play the fucking game. So I'm going to have to agree and I'm going to have to say no. All right. All right. No, that is two no's. And of course, it's not going to be in the flick book. And rightfully so, because I also have to say no um, to being in the flick book. Listen, we all love some uh, horror movies and we know about really good zombie movies. And honestly, there's just so many other zombie movies that you need to watch besides this one. Yeah. All right. For the gamers, like both of you said, um, and me being the avid Resident Evil fan, I mean, I think the only other biggest Resident Evil fan that I know is my man Sin City. And wherever you are, cheers to you, bro. This episode's for you. Resident Evil. If you haven't seen the movie, sir, watch it. You're going to love it. But if I know Sin City, he would not actually fall in love with it. And it, it yeah. goes deeper. But sure. I loved watching it. I had a good, I had, I was very entertained. Yeah. I want a sequel. Um, I thought everything was fine until they ran out of the budget. Um, and even, I didn't even mind that they had one and two jammed up together because they have to start somewhere. And why not give us all of these characters right now when we can elaborate later? All right. So mm -hmm. I think they are heading in the right direction. Um, I hope they do get a sequel. And if there's a petition out there, I would gladly sign it because as a Resident Evil fan, this is the best Resident Evil movie. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like they said, here you go. This is for you fans. And I said, thank you. And I gobbled that shit up. But as a horror movie, as a zombie movie, guys, if you don't know about Resident Evil, don't watch it. You don't have to um, because then you're going to get let down thinking it's going to be something crazy good. Um, and then you're going to have way more questions going in, uh, going, coming out of it than going in. Um, and that's not how we want you to get introduced to Resident Evil. Um, so not average horror guys don't watch this movie. You could pass it up because it's not yeah. going in the flip book. I agree. And that's it. Yeah. That is it is unanimous. It got a second round all around. All around. If you, there you go. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. As you may say, say, uh, say so myself, it's usually for something good, but. In this case, it's not. No. But we have reached the end finally. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on all the channels. If you haven't heard our Carrie episode or any of the other episodes of our horror flick book episode uh, shows, then you definitely should go listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. 
Um, and to my panels, I want to say thank you. And we're going to start with Ace. Say something to the people and say goodbyes. Uh, this was a great way to get involved in just horror in general, figuring out, you know, how this works as a movie dynamic by itself and with the video games. Like, I'm super interested in playing the video games now. That wouldn't have happened without me uh, watching this movie, seeing as these games have been out forever. I've mm -hmm. played one and then just never picked it back up. But this was a really cool introduction. So uh, thank you both for having me. This, this was awesome. Like, I'm really excited about this. You did a great job, by the way. Yes, oh, thank you. Fantastic, definitely did a great job. Definitely quick on her toes. We try to we try to like gut punch her, and she yeah. took it like a champ. She was prepared. Just a horrible answer in money for nothing. I'm always but, prepared. Yeah, horrible yes, answer in money for nothing. That was probably know, the hardest the best part. One anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's the good. hardest part, trying to figure out movie rankings, because I'm like, oh, man, I, I go based off my own rankings. Like, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> gives this a 10, and I gave it, like, 100%. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we have the flick book, so you can express your grievances and give your rankings. Um, and you're welcome anytime, Ace. Any movie that you feel like we need to discuss, why don't you just reach out to us? And that goes to everyone else, too. If you have a movie that you want us to cover, why not just reach out to us on social media? Yep. And maybe you'll be on there not have a cool enough name like ace because that's taken already nope can't all right take it. Yep, that's it. nothing can't can beat it. the ace of base oh right. now you're just pushing it alex uh, too much it. too much pushing uh. it. you're pushing it now you had ace in the hole man you just i know i, know. I like ace of base one, but yeah 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 uh, that was i'll take one. ace in the hole that that one's stuck ace that in the hole was good i like that one ace in the base man you, you might have been reaching a little bit there all right my bad well well ace in the hole thank you so much and uh I'm sure we'll see you soon. Smooth effect himself. Yep. Say goodbye to people. Well, all right. See you guys later. My name's Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, so smooth, a.k.a. the smooth effect himself. And me and Mr. Malave will be back next week with our girl, Jade. Jade, oh, yeah. hi, Jade. I know you're listening. Hi, Jade from the Phoenix Gate. Uh, she's coming on to talk The Possession. So we're going to be Ooh. doing some Ooh. scary movies. Um what we do best of course this is flick book horror man and just so all the listeners out there know um august 20th in orlando florida we are going to be at phantasm orlando and we are going to be doing a panel and we are going to be talking about paranormal activity that piece of shit movie i can't wait to meet everybody and talk <laughs> about it and we're gonna be doing a live show sadly mr Malave, you're not gonna be there you're not gonna be no, there, Mr. Malave. No, well, you know what? I'll be available via Zoom if you want to chime. If I can if figure it out, I'll hook it up. We'll be able to. I'll ask the people because that'd be pretty yeah. fucking dope, and we can talk some paranormal activity and how much of a movie it sucks. I'd rather watch Resident Evil, the first one and the fourth no. one, oh, than watch God. that piece of shit. But. We will see you guys next week, and we'll be talking some possession. So, yeah, I've never seen it, so I'm interested. Yeah, man, I am excited as well. Cheers to you, Jade, for listening, and I cannot wait to talk to you again, girl. It's been too long. It's been too long. I'm sure it's going to be a really good episode. So tune in next week. We talk some possession, and I've never seen it either, so we get some hot takes. You yeah. get some very hot takes. Um, and, but until then, everyone, I am Mr. Malave, a.k.a. Matthew Malave, the four-time who you got champion. That's right. I still am here. And until the next one, I'll see y'all soon. 
just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. 